0: Yeah, yeah, what to do people Oh, that was loud, excuse me, sorry y'all That was loud What it do everybody <laughs> It is the Super 5 Brother Afro Vegeta, fresh in the flesh With my co-host now Black Rose in the building And with a special guest, Ivy Chanel Welcome everybody, how y'all doing? I am good, That's good, that's good man Alright y'all We got a deep What? On the I know, I know. I didn't mean to. I got, I felt, I felt passionate, you know. Anger. Ain't no anger. <laughs> leave, leave me alone. <laughs> All right, y'all gotta speak up just a little bit. Okay. All right, now we live. Um, we got a special, sensitive and touchy topic today, y'all. And we gotta give a shout out to Black Rose for coming up with the topic. We're going to talk about rape and molestation within the communities these days. Now, I've known several females who've been raped and, you know, was a victim of it and and, and has been molested. I mean, excuse me, have been molested before, you know, early in their childhood. And Rose, we're going to let you kick it off since it was your idea for the time. We're going to let you kick it off. So what do you think? rape and like molestation do you think it's still like going on today or is it just undercover oh, of i
1: think it's more so it's worse now um because, as far as the children are more developed um early on and say
2: they like ten and eleven year olds that look like
1: they're sixteen. That's true. And I feel as if yes, it's going on and it's more prominent, especially with um, the amount of people that they're letting out of jail just because it's so crowded. And, you know, I just, I just feel like you know, a lot of this stuff people don't talk about or they don't want to talk about. This is a subject that gets brushed under the rug all the time. People don't want to. Address it, they just want to overlook it because they feel as if they don't want to speak on
0: it to not make it happen. But it already happened, so why not talk about it? Okay, sure. And Ivy, you came to me and said you want to be a guest, especially for this topic, because you actually been through it. So,
2: yeah.
0: you mind sharing your story about that if you don't mind to the people? This early. Yes, <laughs> this early. <laughs>
3: okay i'm gonna try to narrow it down and stuff so because i didn't when i told you i was okay so okay. basically, you guys um i was talking to a guy mm-hmm. this is when i used to go to school downtown so i would take the bus and stuff whatever uh-huh. and i had too much time on my hands i was like 19 yeah I had too much time on my hands when I got out of classes and stuff because I would have to wait on my mom to pick me up because I'm not on the bus line yeah and I would have at least five, five hours to just go around walk around do whatever so I ran into a guy I was talking to him for I want to say about three four weeks and uh-huh. he told me to come hang with him since I had all his spare time I went to hang with him and it ended up being his uh, friend's apartment mhm and, um, basically, he got kind of intoxicated, and when I wanted to leave, whatever, he took my phone, took the battery out my phone. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, right before he took the battery out my phone, he made me call my mother, tell her that I was spending the night in my friend's house. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sugar He basically beat me up in the bathtub threatened me with a knife mm-hmm. i was basically beat for ten, what since four no i'm sorry from two o'clock that day i got beat raped on and off while his friend didn't do anything and it was a baby there that mm. his homeless child was there
0: that's sad <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I basically was and right from 2 p.m. all the way into the next morning at 6 a.m. So. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> Over 12 hours. That's yeah, crazy. So
0: basically,
3: um, yeah, he kept threatening me afterwards, telling me he was sorry, don't tell anyone what happened. I had automatically told my best friend because when I had ran out the next day after he was talking about killing me and stuff. um. Yeah, I went and told my best friend at the time mm-hmm. what happened. She kept telling me, she stayed on Georgia Tech campus. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to tell the campus police, and I was just so scared and shook. Like, I was had really having an out-of-body experience, no lie. Like, I didn't know what to do, what to say. I was out of it.
2: Because
3: yeah. I was just like, did this really just happen to me? Like, this is like some, life, some shit I watch on Lifetime. Yeah. Like, I was just really out of it. Like, did did this not just happening the whole night? that this was happening? All I kept thinking about was my mama and my brother. Like nobody knows where I am. Mm-hmm. Especially the fact that he made you call uh, your mama.
0: Right. That's the yeah, that's the messed body. up part, man. Like he already planned yeah. it and everything.
3: Yeah. And I, that's why I said I feel like I got set up. Yeah. Because he was telling me all this good shit, and I was literally falling for it. Like oh, this I'm this gonna be my boyfriend no, and all this.
0: How long y'all knew each other?
3: We were talk I had met him while I was, you know, out there going to school, so we was talking maybe a three or four weeks.
0: Oh, look at that. Mm, before
3: mm-mm. I went to go hang with him. Oh, wow. You that's know, I'm sad, just man. thinking, oh, I could go kill time and go meet my mom at the train station. Yeah. You know, so that's basically what happened. Um I did not end up going to the police.
2: Uh huh.
3: I do regret it now. And I've been called stupid because I did not. Mm-hmm. But I do regret it because now I'm like, this nigga is still walking the streets, probably you know, done did this to a million other girls.
2: Yeah. And the
3: fact of the matter is that his friend was there and didn't stop him, you know? And he was that, a the kid there with the friend,
2: like the Like, what was going on with that? For
3: another man sit there and allowed him and to
2: to a female. The
3: only thing I heard him say the whole time before I passed out, because I did pass out a few times that night. Is I remember him saying, Why you do that girl like that? She ain't do nothing to you. And the whole reason he started putting his hands on me is because I told him I didn't want to take a drink and he kept trying to shove a drink in my face. Oh, so wanted to get you tips
0: in. Was he an older guy?
3: No, he had to be at least two, maybe a year or two older than me. Maybe he was like 20 or 21.
0: Look, 2021, knowing how to like. Show that behavior, you know what I mean? So he must have seen that's that or he, he must have grown it. Yeah, he must have grew up in that type of environment. If he knows step by step, because that's a methodical the way you described that was like methodical. It was not like no going with the flow type shit, you know what I mean? It's like he had step by step of how he was gonna do it. Especially what point what you point out is when he told you to call your mom and say you're gonna be safe and I'm gonna be over at my friend's house.
3: Right. Yeah. Like,
0: that's like, that that's some
3: sad shit.
1: Right. Like, what the
2: I could get, you know, what
3: if she could have ended up dead and her mama her house. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I was just, I was really scared after I had to do that because I was just like, I had, when I was trying to text my friend, I couldn't because I had no reception in that apartment. Mm. That's when Metro PCS was horrible then. <laughs> so, like, Met- Metro, you know,
0: man. Yeah, so it's just like, I was just stuck. I didn't know what
3: to do. Like I had a knife in my face at one point. He me and he could cut me up. Nobody could mm. find me. Him and his friend know where to dump my body. And I was just
2: numb.
3: You mm. was in shock. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah
2: like so, I didn't know how to
0: react. Yeah. So how did you like? What was your steps towards like recovering mentally and emotionally from that?
3: Honestly, I'm still not completely. Over it. Oh, at point. some points, I try to just like throw it in the back of my head. Like,
2: yeah,
3: I'm over this. I thought telling my mom would help me get over it,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I didn't tell her until last year, New Year's. Oh, wow, like, mm. after
2: New Year's,
3: yeah, because I, I was just like, maybe if I tell her, I would feel better about myself. Like, because I feel like I got somebody that's like, it's okay, it's not okay, but it's okay, you're gonna be okay, but yeah. It still didn't help me. Like, I'm still not completely over it. And I think that factors into my trust issues a lot when it comes to relationships and people in I wouldn't blame you, because... honestly. Hmm? That's
0: why I wouldn't blame you on that trust part because that's something that could really tra- traumatize you mentally and suppress your comfortability to give to someone, especially a man. It has.
2: You it know? has.
3: And I've tried, like, just telling... I told two guys that I dated previously what happened, mm-hmm. and it backfired on me because, like, when they were getting mad, they are like, that's why you got right. What? Or, wow. Yeah. Mm. And I, that's happened. And I just was like, wow, like, how could you say something like that? That's
2: sad, man.
0: My goodness. And People I mean, are just so easy.
3: Definitely. And I just, like, that hurt, too. So, it's just, like, having that, and it's just, like, I don't want to tell anyone anymore, but it's, like, now it's like, hey, it's out here. But. Yeah. I'm, it's just like I'm taking steps, slowly but surely, like to get over it. But I just don't think I'm ever gonna completely be over it, because
0: mm-hmm. it was very traumatic to me. Like bless your heart. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story, by the way, Ivy man. That was, that's that was very deep, man. Very deep. And you and you know what's funny? Like you just never know, because you know how Ivy care herself like online. Cause I only know through online. She's very Bubbly and happy and very full of life, like you never would think, like something like that would happen to a, you know, a lady like that or a person like that. Like you just never know, you know. Let's get the Black Rose. Black Rose, you came, you came to me with something honestly I never heard of. Now I never I heard.
1: Shocked a lot of
0: people. Bro. Yes, I ne- yeah, I want you to drop it too. I ain't even gonna say it. So Black Rose, you got you got you got the mic right now, man. Talk to us. All right. Well, the reason why I came up with
1: the topic. In um, molestation Well, at the beginning I came up with molestation Like, that was the instant topic That I came up with
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, That's because I experienced it When I was
2: younger Um,
1: It was a family member of mine, actually And it was a female mm. uh, And, uh When it happened I didn't know what I was Like, I didn't know how to respond
0: Excuse um, me, let me, let me cut you off right quick Now, was it like an auntie Or like a female cousin, or what? It was
1: a, it was a female cousin She mm. was older Like, Older, older literally i had to be like 11 or
2: 12 what um, that's sick man. she
1: was well like third like mid 30s or like almost 40 mm-hmm. um and just i can remember I, like i still have like pitch like visions of it like when mm-hmm. it was happening it was just like i couldn't like i didn't know how to stop like I, it's just i didn't anybody she's like i'm just gonna make you feel good this can be our secret yeah um, you know by me you know my oh this is my older cousin like i don't want nobody to know i don't want her to like get in trouble yeah and,
0: yeah right because that's family. fam right there yeah um, yeah
1: so yeah, it yeah. only happened once but it was like after that she would like say like stuff like oh we can meet, you know back here in the room because she will always come over to my grandma's house so yeah my grandma, so she would always come over to us. And it was just like I didn't want to be around her. Like after that, I never wanted to be around her again. Like I just avoided just trying to be alone with her because I knew it was wrong. Even though I was a child, I knew that that was not supposed to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel as if, you know, uh, what I've touched on as well is that a lot of people, what happens to a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid because they don't want to say anything about it because you get those people that threaten you and say, if you tell, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to hurt someone close to you if yeah. I can't get to you. And in the black community, from my experience, because I have a close friend of mine that I grew up with, and it happened to her as well. Mm. Black When it happens in the black community, a lot of people don't like to speak on it because typically they know there's a molester already in the family.
0: Oh, yeah, they, they already know. know. Yeah.
1: It's a friend of the family. So they yeah. typically know so it's like for you know for it to happen you don't want to address it because you're typically afraid to get of yourself you know because you think that this person is actually going to go through with their threats yeah and then you're afraid that you don't get that you're not going to be believed because this happened so many times i've seen it in so many times especially coming with um when it comes to a teenage girl living with her mom, and her mom has this man, this boyfriend, and you know the boyfriend go to looking at the daughter, and go to touching and filling up on the daughter, and the going go think, oh well, you you the one that's pushing up on him. So mm. that's why I like see. That's why a lot of girls don't like to come out and say anything about being molested because yeah. they're gonna automatically get judged that you know they're lying or they're the reason why this is happening to them. So.
2: That's the so sad, why, you
1: man. Know, it's more prominent is because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. This is literally a subject that people want to keep brushed under the rug and I feel yeah. like it just needs to come out. At this point, here it is 2017 and you have a president that's talking about grabbing women by the pussy. Excuse my language, but that's how the president <laughs> talks. Right? And it, it is ridiculous because now I men are thinking, oh, it's okay to walk up to a female and to grab her by her private part. No, it is not. This is my body, and yeah. if I don't want you to touch me, you are not allowed to.
0: Honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. Trump has nothing to do with that. <laughs> that, that 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 type of behavior tells women been like that. You know the what I mean?
2: That if you see him, what he's saying, like
1: him saying, you know, a female it's yeah. like it's okay for that to happen. No, it's not okay. You know, it's 2017, and people just need to be
0: able to talk about stuff that they're afraid to talk about, that they didn't want to talk about five years ago. Exactly. Years ago. Exactly. And I want to uh, touch on what you said about, like, it disgusts me when the parent of the daughter who been a victim of rape, how they always defer to saying it's the child's fault. Yeah. Like she let you let them on and this and the other. Like what makes you as a mother feel comfortable judging your daughter like that? You know what I mean? Like that's and it's like an instinct reaction. It's like nothing planned. Like she didn't try to play at all. I it off. It's like it's funny. Like you protect this predator, this sexual predator, more than your own flesh and blood. Like you birthed this child. You know this ain't no neighbor, neighbor or anything like that. Like you birthed her, but you want to protect this man who's who controlled your daughter sexually. Over your own daughter. And that's like real sad to me. And there's a lot of black mothers who do that. And they sweep that under the rug too. Like they never want to be, they they don't understand like the impact you have on your daughter when you defer to defend your man first over your own damn child. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think about,
3: look at all these innocent babies, little girls, mm-hmm. little boys that mm-hmm. get killed at the hands of their mom, boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah, right. From rape. and Yeah. Touching them and stuff like
2: it's sick. there's it so
1: much stuff that goes on. I read and see so much about three year olds getting. Like how? How? Right?
0: How are you even looking at a, a three? Yes. Yes, that's the real question. You know.
1: Like how that's can okay. you? How you? How can you as a Or even as a female, because you got some female molesters and and rapes that, that, like, younger men and girls, and it's just, how can you? What about an adolescent turns you on? Like, what? That's
0: sad. That's sad to me. What, the fact that
1: they're innocent and they don't know any better?
0: That's what it it is. It's that power. Yeah. They they, They see it as a sense of power, you know? Because when you want to take control of somebody, it's because I feel like it stems from... Because they've been in a situation where all their control has been, you know, taken away from somebody, they want to be on the other side of that. They want to take somebody else's power and take somebody else's control, you know, so they'll have that even it's like it's like an even effect. Like it's like it's like a sick emotional, mental, spiritual balance. Like, okay, I've gotten raped and stuff like that, but I raped somebody. So now it kind of equals out. Like, I don't have to think about what happened to me. I could think about what I've done to this person now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it stems from. Because, that that like you said, that's just sick when you're looking at children like that. Like, like, what, like what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Yes. And I watch a lot
1: of, like, the criminal
2: minds
1: mm-hmm. it, it's just it's crazy how a lot of that really just stems from like how a person is raised mm-hmm. and what they see coming up like with ivy like how at, at 20 years old 20. like you know to like
3: plan that out like right if and yeah, and we're gonna do this what's funny about it is like i don't try to think about it i'm sorry but it's okay like, I was I was trying to like really dig into what type of people are y'all like, mm-hmm. and I even found a female's ID while I was over there.
2: What? So, uh-huh.
3: And I was like, who is this? And they kept stepping onto the patio, closing their doors, so I couldn't hear what they were talking about. Yeah. And when I came, and I was like, who? I was like, who is this? Because they seen me with it. They can see, you know, the patio got glass. They can Mm -hmm. see what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they
3: had me in the living room the whole
2: time. Mm. Wow.
3: And I was just like... Wait, so he was raping you in front of his friend? No, he did the first time. And then his friend went in the room with the baby.
0: That's sad, man. Having that baby just hearing that. That's just sad to me, man. That, That really touches me right there, man.
3: Mm-hmm. I just like I kept trying like when the baby was in there with me like before he like went for before, before he had not before he put his hands on me he, he threw me in the tub the first time that's when he fought me the first time and when I came back out I kept trying to keep the baby around me so he wouldn't touch me mm. yeah you and, and the baby like try to protect you like okay if I know yeah I'm like baby, I'm playing with the child don't touch uh-huh. me yeah way, right yeah that did not stop him mm.
0: that's so sad man.
3: I don't know. Like I just, like I just trying to figure out what kind of people they were, and they kept, like I knew something was wrong with both of them in some way or another. Like y'all were just fucked up individuals because they kept joking with each other, laughing with each other, and he even told his friend he could write me. Like he was like, "What? You want some? You want some more?" He was like, "Nah, bro, I'm not gonna touch her." And That's I was crazy, like, man. I was trying to, I pretended I was like out of it, like sleep or something. Yeah. And I heard all of this, so I'm just like, please don't touch me. Like, all I kept like, doing no was praying.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
3: let me get out of this, please. Like, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and motherfuckers killing me and I'm gone. You know, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so, okay. It's
1: right. <laughs> My th- okay, Tess. What's up? How, from a male's perspective, like, how do, what, what, I don't even know how what to ask, because it's like, how does a male even, like, go to think about, like, wanting to take something without, you know, allowing it to happen?
0: Well, like, like I said, it, it's a power thing, and, like, people, people are real, like, men like that are, was very insecure and broken, as a child and like growing up and honestly for me, like men, you gotta understand because like most men who rape or like molest, they get molested by who? Another man. And it really traumatizes them in a emo- in emotional and a mental state of mind, because it's like, what did I do to deserve this? You know, then it's like the after effect. And we gotta, we gotta think about this. Not condone it or anything, but just like what happened in the aftermath, mentally and emotionally for that person as it, as he grew older to say like I'm just waiting on my chance to do this to somebody else, you know?
1: Right. Because
0: it's all of, it's all about the opportunity. People who rape and molest is all about the opportunity. So they praying. That's why they call it sexual predators because they when a predator preys on something, it's all about jumping on that on that something when there's an opportunity to jump on that person. And it's sick because you got this person like when you had barbecues and family unions and stuff like that, you got this grown up just eyeing you, you know, if you're a child or whatever, and just eyeing you, giving you these special looks and giving you stuff and stuff like that. And once you get a get alone in a the room, then you take advantage of her or him. And that just and it just it just baffles me and disgusts me that people like think like that. You know what I mean? So like I said, it, it all stems from they lost control and trust. And they just feel like, how can I get this out of me? Talking don't help. Reaching out don't help. Even when like, like even like people who I look to for support, even though they're telling me, you know, you can get over this and this and the other. All that, all that shit don't help. The only way I can get this out of my system, get this out of my mem, out of my memory, excuse me, if I do this to somebody else. That's how sometimes that's how people think on stuff like that, you know.
1: But wouldn't you? Okay. Okay, I'm gonna use the example how you did a man that's been molested or that molested people, typically, I get molested. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what did you think that? If they had the mind frame of what did I do to deserve this, wouldn't you think that they would feel that way before doing it to somebody else? Like, did this what? Why am I actually doing this to this person? Like, they didn't do anything to me to have me take away, you know, something from them sexually or touch them, you know, without them wanting to be touched. Like, that's what I'm not understanding because there has to be some kind of disconnect for it because it's like yeah. How can you if you know how it feels if you've been through that if you experienced that why would you want to put another person through that why
0: you I, it I, it it seems like the compassion and the all it seems like all the good morals and the good way of thinking kind of get suppressed because of like I said it's that it's that it's what you lost
1: Oh, what it goes into the feeling of oh, I'm not good enough
2: anymore, so I'm going to be the fucked up person and yes, uh, yes, put my that's, ground yeah. out on everybody yeah. else who didn't have nothing to do yeah. with
0: what happened. Yeah, hey, you know, what's sad and disgusting. Some people get a peace of mind knowing that they know that they did that act to somebody, or they know they know somebody close to them that has had that act done to them. Like they get a peace of mind. Because I've been raped in this, that and the other. Now that I've done it to somebody else, or somebody close to me has gotten raped or something. Now I got a peace of mind about it. You know what I mean?
2: That's sick.
0: It is sick. And that's how people like that's how people solve things. Just it, it's like it's in the same realm as like when somebody when you see somebody get murdered and you haven't been over it, so you murder because of this, that and the other. So you can get a peace of mind about it. You know what I mean? That's sick. Because like what, what's like when you like if your best friend or your brother died. From like a like got murdered basically. What's your first reaction? You want to go what murder somebody, right? Especially yeah, the person but, you yeah, especially the person who murdered your family or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's your
1: first reaction. Like him, you, you know, first you know thinking of into anything like that. You know, you want to just c- put harm back onto the person that brought
2: harm yeah. back to
1: you. Yeah, that's like, it. An innocent person, an innocent child. Like and then what I feel that a lot of people avoid talking about too is these older men. That, especially in a family, always say something sexual to a female. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I feel as if don't push yourself up. That's, that's what makes people uncomfortable as well. Like, don't say anything about a sexual advantage. Like, I'm not looking at you in that minute. Then right. you feel as if you're older and you want to, you know, use that to your advantage. No.
2: Yeah. I'm not turned on by
1: what you're saying. Like, what you're saying, like, no, I don't even want to be in the same room with you i don't right. want to be around you you make me feel gross my skin crawls just to even think of you because like, the way you're nasty talking to me that's gross mm-hmm. that's so gross and it happens a lot what a lot of people understand it happens so much with their families like you okay. especially when you have these older males like big brothers and uncles and stuff and you have these females that's coming up like I said, a lot of the girls these days, they're 10, and 11 years old, and they look like they're 14 and 15 years old. They're yeah. well developed. Yeah. And of course, you know, the first reaction of a man is to look, but you have to realize that that's a child, especially if it's a family member. It is. And I just feel as if people get so blinded by lust. Oh, yeah, that's that's the key word right there. By lust. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like they they hot, they're heated, and they want them, you know, they in the moment. And you see this little girl that walking that's walking past you and that you just want to, you know, take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Now, another question that I have for both of y'all, um, do you feel as if the female plays a part in a man taking advantage of no. her because you have some females, and I'm not saying that a female does, but you have some females that will exude sex, but when a man pushes up on them, they don't want it.
0: Now, 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 no, no my bad, Evan, let me, let me say that now. Oh, what you mean by exude?
1: Well short shorts, little booty shorts, walking around, you know, bending over it. and to just doing stuff, little stuff like that, like exuding the sex, like, you know, saying that you kind of want it, putting it out there that, oh, if it happens, it happens, but if
2: you
0: <sighs>
1: don't want it to happen, I feel as if they shouldn't be, like, around people.
0: Evan, before you take the floor, let me say this, I'm going to say this. Is I feel like it, it goes both ways because that's a double edged sword. What you just um, What you just said because it's not like what's the person's doing; it's how you're receiving it. Because I remember, um, and for those who haven't watched Parenthood, y'all need to watch Parenthood. It's a classic show with Robert Townsend, and it was a um, episode where I think her name, what, what was the doll name Zarya? Yeah, Zaria. Zaria had this like this real tight dress. It wasn't even short, but it was tight though. You know, shoulder curves and stuff like that. And she went to prom. And a dude kept trying to dance with her. And the dude got to dance with her and end up trying to push up on her. And it's like because she's showing off her curves doesn't mean she wants anything from a man. You know? So true. short shorts it's a it's a clothing. It's not selling sex to anything. You know, cuz sex is like what stems from you want sex is what lust and probably temptation. But temptation is a both it's a kind of like how you how you perceive and receive things, you know, because if you're looking at your little cousin and she got on, you know, this white beater and these short shorts, like she's not giving you any hints that you like like she wants something from you. It's how you thinking about it. And it overrides your character. And then you go on that thought. That's what that is. So I mean, you can you can take the floor now, you know how just you want to say I
3: mean, that? I basically was to say the same thing, but then I was going to say it is the females that will sit up here and tease a male.
2: Yeah.
3: And then when he tries to show his advances, it's like, no, I don't want that. So, yeah, I mean, I do think it goes both ways because I feel like a female, I mean, yeah, uh, they can dress like a whore mm-hmm. or they can just. You can't help how your body builds. I mean, exactly. Like,
0: right. You can't help
2: that.
3: I mean, some of them can with these shots,
2: ad shots, and stuff they're doing now.
3: Excuse me, but nah. like, everything is sexualized now. It so. is.
2: And mm-hmm. hey, you kind know. Hard.
0: And <laughs> hey, you know what that stands from? The way of thinking. Because ain't nothing changed. Well, well, you know, like the body, like how females shape these days and clothes, yes. But it still stands from the way of thinking. Like when you want to come on to some somebody, it's not. It's your way of thinking plus what they do, kind of, but it's still more your way of thinking. Because guess what? It's the power of choice that you have. She chose to wear that and she act like this, but guess what? It's still your choice to push up on that on that female. You know what I mean? Wow. It's still a power of choice, and even when you rape even when you rape somebody, it's still a choice. She didn't ask that. She didn't. She didn't have that coming to her today. You chose to do that. You chose that action. No matter how short her shorts was, how short or tight her dress was, what she was revealing, her actions, how she was moving and walking, she didn't. She all that didn't scream rape. All that, all that don't scream sex. You know what I mean? You chose to take it there, so that's how I feel about that.
1: Now, what about the females that
0: wanted, but then cry rape afterwards? Mm, that's so. Uh. That's just evil, you know? That's just evil. And I feel like that has something to do with them losing control or power over a situation or that a person took from them. Does so, it, do you
1: think rejection plays a part in that as
0: well? Yes, I do. Because rejection is a mother, you know the rest. And people handle rejection very differently. Like, they go through their whole lives being rejected, trying to take advantage of everyone they encounter with. You know, and no disrespect to y'all females. I probably gonna get a lot of hoopla for saying this. But females, y'all definitely victims of that. Like the rejection part and the aftermath of how y'all deal with rejection. Because society has it where the law favors the female. A female could say anything. And the law will believe them, especially if it's against a man. Especially if it's if it's towards a black man. And y'all, y'all seen cases, y'all heard stories, it's on Facebook, y'all heard on the news, y'all heard, y'all heard stories like that when a female said this and that, even though it didn't happen because the female played could act it so good saying that. You know, the female saw weakness and, you know, pity and all this, that and the other. And you got this man who just, you know, just there. And he's at all that you even saying this about his character. And guess what? The law's going to believe him because it's a woman. You know?
2: And at that point, it's just,
1: you know, his word against against
0: the woman's word. Exactly. Like, the law does
1: favor in the woman uh, when it comes to that, because women are looking at as fragile. Yeah, fragile, yeah. At, as, you know, you know mm-hmm. strong. And, uh, you know, if a woman is looking all like a damsel in distress, of course the law is like, okay, we're going to believe her, especially if it's physical evidence, you know siding with her story is like you definitely is like the, his word against hers
0: exactly
2: exactly
1: so it's just you know is the the whole rape and molestation thing is just it can go anyway because a lot of people don't believe that males can get raped as well mm-hmm. um you know just because you know the and you get hard, and you react to it. That's just like saying that a female wanted it to happen to her if she, if her body reacts to, you know, what's happened to her sexually. You can't help what happens to your body. You know, you can't help, you know, how your body reacts to sex.
2: Yeah. So
1: just because your body reacts, you know, to it like you want it but you really don't want it. That doesn't mean you agree to having it. And I feel as if that's what a lot of people get confused at too, because they see that the body's reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, well you wanted it. You wanted it. You didn't stop me. Uh, no, I didn't want it. I mean, just because, <laughs> you know, my body's acting like I did want it. That yeah. I wanted it myself. I didn't agree to this. And uh, I don't know. Nowadays, I feel as if, um, Rape right, is big on college campuses, Campuses where mm-hmm. kids like get drunk a lot all the time, and that's where it's really swept down under the rug oh, yeah. a lot, too, in yeah. college, because you got these rich kids.
0: Exactly. To- and athletes. got to put exactly. athletes in there. They're going to protect the athletes no matter what. I swear to y'all.
1: Exactly. And that's why I
0: they good. They feel as
1: if you know the female
3: Feels like they were rejected, or mm-hmm. oh, I was, I was drunk, and you know, I, I didn't want it to happen, but it did because I feel as if the
2: female always
0: gets blown before it happening.
3: Yeah. and that's sad. Uh, man. Tell me, like, female always gets blamed. Right?
0: And that's sad, man. That's I that. Did. That's how society like is. And you know, you you know what you know what that is. <laughs> it, it goes to what I just said about how society looks as a female as and this and the other then it goes into effect of like how the law favors a female more than a man so it's like a it, it's like a society emotional and mental reaction to say like well you probably had that come because of what you did to him anyway you know you probably let him on and this and the other because of how females are perceived anyway so it, it, it it's a lot tied into that like the judgment the the deferring, the defending, the action—like it's so much stuff that it's some that stems from the action and the aftermath of it, you know. And that's sad. Yes. So Deja, let me ask you this: How did you did? Let me ask you this first: Did you recover from what happened to you, you know, regarding your older cousin?
1: Uh, I don't know, honestly, because I've never spoke about it up until mm-hmm. now. What? Um, oh man! Never, like ne- none of my family know, doesn't know because I I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt as if nobody was gonna believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, all because of you know I've always been around older people. Yeah, and I just and the, the way that my family is, I just knew that if I would have said something, <laughs> nothing really would have. It just would have been like a oh okay you'll be all right type thing. Like mm-hmm. you know go and lay down and you'll be
2: fine. Mm.
1: Um. I don't know. It's just I've suppressed it. Like, I just... Buried it in the back of my brain And you know from time to time I think About it but I'm like you know what Like you know that was so Long ago we are talking about something that happened Like 14, 15 years ago mm-hmm. uh, Yeah it's a lot of time that Has passed between it, but that does not Mean a person has
2: fully healed From it I feel as if you're never going to be The same after uh, um,
1: You get raped or you get molested That just changes you as a
2: person That yeah. puts you in super
1: defense Mode when it comes to friends, family, um, get in enough relationships. and just put sure yeah. that you become very defensive. You build this wall. You don't want nobody to get close. Uh, like I have said, it comes with trust issues. I have major trust issues when it comes to people. Um, but, you know, it's just like I can't keep letting something that happened to me so long ago mm-hmm. so affect, you know, how I am now. Um, all I can do is, is, you know, move forward and and, you know, try to help other people that feel as if they aren't being believed, try to help them, you know, go through and come through what they've been through because I yeah. know how it feels. You yeah. know, I know how it feels to want to be silenced. Well, you have no choice but to be silenced when you mm-hmm. want to speak out. Um, you know, and it's very hard. It's very, it doesn't happen often in the black communities because, everything, if you I always think about it, what always happens in the black community, they're always drinking. You think about people that's always getting turned up and stuff yeah. like that. So especially if you tell somebody that's intoxicated, they're not going to believe what you're saying anyways. They're going to, you know, take it as life. Um, and I just, you know, for, as far as I'm recovering from it, eh, like, yeah, I'm over it, honestly. Like, yeah. it doesn't hurt me. Like, I don't know. I think because I buried it and kept it buried for so long, like it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I just want people to open their eyes and realize that molestation is real, rape is real. Yeah. amongst black men, if a black is doing it to a black man, um, if a female is doing it to a man, a female doing it to another female. Mm-hmm. All of that is still a form of rape or molestation. True. Being molested is being touched against your own will and rape is having sex against your own will. There you so go. If it falls into one of those categories, it's wrong and it it's sick. And it, I is. Agree with it, at all.
2: it is.
0: So Ivy, closing thoughts. Can you give some encouraging words to uh, anybody? To... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What's the
3: camera? Um, I just want to say you
2: know you yeah
3: okay okay i just want to say you know if you are a victim of rape or molestation speak out like it's gonna eat you up if you don't speak up on me
2: yeah.
3: and i think justice needs to be served either way to go like it's no reason anybody should touch you against your will and it's no reason that anybody should be able to perform a sexual act on you against your will
0: Amen. All right, Black Rose, closing words, encouraging words. Um,
1: Encouraging words. I just want everybody to keep their head up. If you are being molested, you know, speak out. Love yourself, hotline. Amen. Especially that. Especially that. That's
0: the main thing.
1: You have to. You have to love yourself. And, um, you know, find you somebody that's close to you that you know you can trust and that believes you and takes your word for it because that person, all it takes is one person to
2: believe you. Yeah. All
1: it takes is for that one person or that one incident to happen for, you know, everything to change. So I just want everybody to keep their head up and, to, you know, stay positive and we're going to push through it. We're going to like we always do.
0: Amen. I really don't got much to say because they said they said everything, really. But the key, the key thing is just love yourself and just know that this is not going to... I ain't going to say affect the rest of your life, but it's up to you if you let it affect the rest of your life, you know, because you're still beautiful, you're still powerful, you're still smart, and you have value. If you're still on this earth, God has a plan for you. Trust me. I know. So when... So, when that happens to you, or if you're going through it, just know that God is with you. You got people who love you. I love you. and I love y'all, too. Exactly. We all love you, you know? You still got the love, and you still are going to be respected, honored, and treated like a queen. So,
2: we're
0: going going to end it on that note. There's your boy Afro-Vegeta, Black Rose, and Ivy Chanel. Good night. Remember to stay you and stay dope. Peace out.